Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing from a woman's perspective. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in today. And we, of course, have another amazing episode. So on today's topic, we're going to talk about romance writing. Yes, the spicy romance writing. Some call it romance. Some call it even erotica. It varies and there's different levels to romance writing. So we're going to talk with one author who has written a few books on romance and she's going to give us the the skinny. She's going to spill some tea on her romance books and what she's got going on. So let us welcome Melverna McFarland to the show. Hi, Chelsea. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome and welcome, welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast. And we just welcome you to the show. And if you were right here, I'd tell you, get comfortable on the couch and let's dig into it. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got started writing romance. Well, I've always been a huge romance reader. You could say that I started when I was a teenager when I would sneak my mom's romance books. <laughs> and they were the they were the old school ones, like the bodice ripper covers with Fabio on it. Yes. And you know, wind blowing in his hair. Yeah. And I would I would sneak those books that I would hide in the bathroom really. And you know, <laughs> Um, Any time that I could get away, I was reading her book. So I never actually stopped. And as I got older, I got into more um, different types of romance novels because the genre itself is just such a huge genre where if you like sci-fi, you have it with romance. If Mm -hmm. you like fantasy, you have it with romance. Even if you like horror, you have it with romance. Although that is one genre I personally have not really... um, been into yet i'm not sure if i'll ever get into it but the point is romance encompasses everything because everybody wants to fall in love mm-hmm. i love it i love it so when you wrote your very first book were you looking to write it along the lines of the books that you had read before or you know were you looking to do something totally different Well, I wasn't really thinking of if I was doing something that was different or as before, but you know, whenever I would read books, I would also have these little storylines like, oh my God, wouldn't it be awesome if it actually went this way? Yeah. And when the first book came to my mind, it was really like one of those full time, um, I really want to be, you know, the one where he sees her from across the room and he has to do whatever it takes to get her. Okay. Okay. And, and you know, in today's society, there's a lot of things that are wrong with that, mm-hmm. but even with it being wrong, there's definitely a, a fantasy that a lot of people have that's still there that doesn't care about how wrong it is. Gotcha. Okay. So you wanted to kind of set the tone and do it a little different. Yeah, I mean, there were some things that aren't typical because, I mean, right now in romance, um, what a lot of people seem to like are some of those darker elements and the anti-hero. So even before I was studying that, I already 
knew that was the kind of hero that I wanted. Okay. So I, I guess you could say I inadvertently stumbled into what was already a thing. Okay. Okay. And how did you get started writing? Like, what was your inspiration? So like I said, I mean, I've always had these stories in my head. I never really got time to write them down because when the type of full-time job I had, it really just sucked all my creativity out of me. And whether it's fortunate or unfortunate, I'm still to be determined. <laughs> um, I was laid off. And during that time, I really had to do some soul searching about if I wanted to find another job that would make me as much money and still not be as personally fulfilling mm-hmm. or if I wanted to finally do something that fed my soul. Okay. Okay. Well, that's great. So you've written more than one book. Um, tell us the title of one of them and a little bit of what it's about. So the first one, cause it is a trilogy. The first one is called inescapable. And that's kind of the one that I was talking about where sees her from across the room and he just has to have her, right? And the thing is, what makes it a little darker is he's in the mafia. Oh, wow. So this is a man with power and privilege and he knows how to use it and he doesn't really like um, people telling him no. Okay, okay. So in Inescapable, um, he basically gives her uh, uh, like when he made her an offer she couldn't really refuse uh-huh. and although it had a time limit he was thinking okay you know what we're going to do this for three months you'll be out of my system and that's that and she's like yeah um, three months I'm still going to try to get away from you because this is just this is just not for me and so during that you know he his um he gets challenged a lot, which I love because, you know, strong men who think that everything is owed to them, now they're, they have to doubt themselves. And I love the journey that they have to go through yeah. when they have to examine what's going on with them. And the woman, she may not be the strongest woman, but when it counts, she makes her stand. Gotcha. Okay. So now you've written that was the first book so what's the right. what's the latest book that you've got out now so the latest book is called indomitable it is within the same mafia family um this one is with his enforcer and uh the heroine uh, who is near and dear to my heart she's actually uh from jamaica okay. and i think near and dear to my heart because my family is jamaican i was born in jamaica as well but I moved to America from a very young age, which is why I do not have an accent. <laughs> okay. But I always wanted to see it on on the paper, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Because uh, I know that there are books that exist that have it because there are, you know, authors who love to challenge um, linguistics mm-hmm. in literature. Um, but I wasn't seeing it in the books I was reading. So I wanted, instead of, you know, a throwaway phrase that says that they're Jamaican, I wanted to be able to see it on the page and hear it in my head when the dialogue is there that, yes, it's not just they're Jamaican, but I see the popular. Gotcha. So now are the settings for some of the 
for some of the characters or some of the settings in Jamaica? Or are there, you know, themes that, you know, readers would be able to pick up, you know, a, j- the Jamaican themes? So there absolutely are. Um, the hero does make it to Jamaica um, to settle some dangerous business. But um, in addition to that, we have the family. Because I'm big about family. And this family is uh, very loud and very much into um, being close. Okay. So when we see them interact together, we do get more of that flavor of what a loud, big family is like. I also come from a loud, big family. You know, my mom was one of nine kids and my dad is one of six. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. So when you put them together with all the cousins, and I can tell you, like, even... Um, it's not just the first cousins because we discover cousins all the time because, you know, once they left Jamaica, people got split up and they reunite. So I find I'm discovering second and third cousins even as I get older. That's so, so exciting. So we all come together. Yeah. All these personalities, so many flavors of Jamaican into the mix that it's just great. Yeah, that's so exciting. So that'll, and actually, you know what, I'm that's perfect because I was going to ask the next question. How do you come up with the content and the story ideas for your characters? Um, but I'm guessing too, being from a big family and like you're saying that you're big on family, I'm pretty sure just interacting with some of your family members can probably inspire some story ideas as well, right? They do. I mean, honestly, the inspiration comes from everything okay it's family it's listening to a song it's watching tv because you know there might be a specific character that had that one thing and i'm like i need to embody that trait into a character and what story would bring that trait out the most so any little thing really can i mean there's even a tiktok of just these two cats that look like it was a um, enemies to lovers and I'm like I'm gonna write their story but in even more oh wow <laughs> yes and you know it's funny you say that because as a creative and I'm sure those who are all of you that are tuning in if you know that you are a creative there are things like cats on a TikTok that will inspire you to do something in your craft, whether it's writing, whether it's art, you know, singing, but as a creative mind, we are able to pull something out of something that looks really abstract or random, right? Absolutely. I I love that. So now when you start writing, you get an idea, you know, you've got this like with the cats. Do you have a specific writing process when you set aside time to write? Because I know that's one thing that I get asked a lot is how do I sit down and write? What do I do? I'm not going to sit at the computer and type or I'm not one to write in a notebook. So what's your process? I will say that for the most part, my I am a very erratic writer. The one constant, I guess, when it comes to once I figure out that I want to write about a certain type of person. Mm-hmm. The story doesn't really come to me until I can see how their meet cute happens. Okay. So unless I know how their meet cute happens to so then um, tell me more about them as a character, I can't really tell you what's going to happen in the story because I don't know. I'm a pantser. I don't. I do not plot. Um, trying to plot uh, actually stifles a lot of my creativity. If it's 
trying to do the entire book. I could probably do two or three scenes ahead. But for the most part, um, for me to actually think about what I'm going to write, I have to envision in my head how those two characters interact the first time that they've met. Even though the book may not start there. Mm-hmm. So if I know how their chemistry is the first time they met, that kind of helps me figure out, okay, um, what is it about their backstory that made them act that way? Gotcha. Okay. And then if I have an idea for their backstory, then I can be like, okay, where is the story going to start? Okay. Huh. See? So listeners, you heard it here first. There is no rule, right or wrong when it comes to writing. As Melverna just explained, she's an erratic writer. And for those of you that don't know, she said that she's not a pantser. Pantsing, which is P-A-N-T-S, like putting on a pair of pants. Pantsing is when you're writing without an outline. As Melverna just explained for her, she has her own process on that, which is not based on an outline. Some of you may work better with outlines. But I just wanted to let y'all know what pantser, pantsing is and what a pantser is, because I know some of you might have some questions. Thank you so much for sharing that, Melverna. What's your thoughts on vision boards or writing? And I mean vision as far as, you know, a writing board for writing. I mean, I, I personally don't really use them. I'm trying to get into them more because when I look for uh, cover models for my book, uh-huh. because I had a very clear vision myself without needing the vision board, um, it's very difficult for me to say, okay, I'm willing to sacrifice what my cover model looks like, even though they don't necessarily look exactly how I envisioned in the book. Gotcha. So okay. I'm trying to do, um, I'm trying to look for visions more now of my characters. Um, I will say that when it comes to other aspects of the book, like settings, mm-hmm. I absolutely do look at Pinterest a lot because I want to make sure that if I'm supposed to be reflecting a super luxurious type of lifestyle, I know what it looks like. I know what some of those options are. And if I want to make it even more extreme, I know where I can make it more extreme. I love that. I love that. So listeners, Yes, you want to use Pinterest, you want to use, you know, Google images or things that are going to help you manifest, if that's a good word, what you're thinking in your mind. So if you have an ocean setting at the beach, you know, you may want to go on Pinterest and look at some beach images, you know, so that you can make sure what you're describing in your story is as accurate as possible, or you can use that as inspiration. So thank you again, Melverna. This has been amazing. Um, One last thing before we wrap up, what's one thing that you would say to the aspiring writer who might be struggling with staying committed to the writing process, especially if maybe they are a pantser or they may not, you know, be totally comfortable with using an outline I'm not gonna lie it's easy for many obstacles to discourage new writers um I know what was helpful to me um was finding a group of supporting authors who understand the struggle who can help with the motivation help with the accountability and just be an ears to listen and help you when you need to persevere because you know 
being an author, it's not for most of us. You don't look at it as something that's supposed to be short term. You look at it as something that we want to be able to make a living from. So knowing that it can't be a short term plan, you really need to have that group of people that you know that can help you drown out that noise and that negativity because it's really easy to give up and you don't want that because your book might be the book that helps that one person get through their day. Yeah. Yes. And that's so true. So true. I love it. I absolutely love it. Well, before we wrap up, can you let the listeners know how they can follow you, how they can find you, purchase your books? Because this is some good stuff here. So I am, my books are currently in Kindle Unlimited programs. So if you are a KU subscriber, you are able to download for free. Otherwise, you can purchase the books on Amazon. Uh, You can find me. I do have my own website. It's melvernamcfarland.com. I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. So uh, Melverna M on Instagram, Melverna McFarland on Twitter. I'm there. I will. I love to respond to people. Um, You can join my newsletter where you get even more exclusive stuff. Um, But yeah, I, I love when people, when readers reach out, especially, you know, when they love the characters. I... I love when people fangirl over and share when I fangirl over my favorite authors as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, thank you again so much, Melverna. We are so excited that you joined us today and you have spilled the tea and given us something to think about when it comes to romance books. So thank you again for being on our show. Listeners, we will make sure that we include all of her information on our platform so that you will be able to reach out to her and until the next time everybody keep winning at writing everyone be blessed